What's up, guys? This is Redneck. I'm the Yankee. And you're listening to Redneck Yankee on Anchor Podcast. We just want to thank you guys for listening today. Today, we are going to be talking about the NBA playoffs, the first round exits, and what our predictions are for who for each award race and for the rest of the playoffs. That and more on Redneck and the Yankee. All right, guys. So today, we're going to be talking about the first round exits. You know, there was a lot of great, great series that, over the last two weeks. Um, what, what was it? Three Game 7 series? An, Two? An insane amount of Game 7s. Three. You know, that, that's just it's so insane to see in the first round, especially when, you know, you got, like, LeBron going into Game 7 or, you know, the Celtics. Which was unexpected at, at most. And, and the Celtics going into seven games, which you know if they had Kyrie would have went completely different. And even, the, who was it in the West? Someone went to Game um, 7 in the West. It wasn't the Pelicans. It wasn't... Um, no, I don't think it was. I think it was just those two. All right, so, so what we're gonna talk about today is like who's the most who is the most surprising first round exit. Like, what what do you see? What well, the first thing we're gonna talk about is the Cavs game seven. Okay, you know, because I mean that was just a one man performance across the board. You know, from LeBron. One thing, one thing about this this since we're addressing first round exits. You know, we all expected LeBron to win. We expected Cleveland to get past. I mean, not in seven games, maybe five, maybe four. But what Indiana did really just shows what to expect from them here in the future. Victor Oladipo proved to the world. Clearly shows he's the player of the future. He will be a superstar one day. And he might be in contention for many other awards to come. But what he did with that Indiana team taking over since Paul George left, absolutely incredible. You're right, and I think I think that adds to the the controversy. You always see the Westbrook effect, where everyone talks about mm. everyone's better when they leave Westbrook. Yeah. But the thing is, is Oladipo Oladipo is such a great scorer mm-hmm. already. He he showed that in Indiana. He didn't get a chance to show it in OKC and Orlando. Orlando, Orlando he was coming off the bench. And he was a and, half, and he OKC. Was a he was being even when he was scoring, he was overshadowed by Westbrook's yeah. insane historical season. But I think the fact that he's playing in his home state where he went to college Mm -hmm. and they gave him the keys to run this offense how he wants. Especially shows, I don't know if you saw his text that he sent his trainer the day, like 30 minutes after the last game. No, I didn't. He sent a text to his trainer and said, all right, we're starting tomorrow. He said, really? He said, I'm starting tomorrow. I want to get better. And he said, I don't know nothing else. This is my job. This is my career. This is my love. I want to get to the Hall of Fame. This is what I got to do. That's insane. He got praise from many players about it. His own trainer, professional Professionals yeah. all over the world gave him. Well, I mean, if you saw it, even at the end of the game, uh, a bunch of players were going up to him and, you know, congratulating him just on their season alone. Uh, and with their young nucleus today, with Oladipo at the helm, this team should be pretty good for many years to come. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, another surprising score throughout the playoffs, you know, on the other side, it was definitely Don- Ricky Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, got, you have a rookie leading a team, mm-hmm. first off. And, you know, not just, like, a team that they expected to be rebuilding at this point. They, you know, no one, no one thought they were going to be a five seed in the West, almost winning, getting a three seed mm-hmm. in the West. I mean, Gordon Hayward losing is a, is a big, big loss. I mean, he, what was he, an all-star last year, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Led them to the three seed. Exactly. So, but what people team tend to forget about the Utah Jazz is they have a really great team. Uh, defensively, with Rudy Gobert and Derek Favors there in the paint, Really, who's going to go up to them? Nobody wants to drive on the Utah Jazz. Except Nobody. Harden, of course. Well, I mean, Harden, Harden, Harden's a different animal. But Utah has a, a bunch of good pieces, and 
Now with Donovan Mitchell at the helm, they have a lot to build around. You know, I think I think that is true. And actually, what, what the most amazing thing about it is that NBA players Paul George and Chris Paul mm. encouraged him to go to the draft. He said he didn't want to go his junior year because he was scared he wasn't going to get drafted. He scared mm. nothing was. He was he wasn't going to do anything. He was he was going to get undrafted yeah. and lose his eligibility and have to play overseas, go to D League. And they were saying, "We promise you, someone's going to draft you." And he ended up doing it. And, and what's the best part is he played Paul George in the first yeah. round, and now he's going up against Chris Paul. Oh, that's exciting. I think that's that's just an that's incredible exciting. thing to I me. Mean, I, I know they got beat down in game one uh, uh, <laughs> against Houston, but, I mean, I, I still think this team has a lot of fight in them. And although Houston's the one, I think at Utah, if with with these players, with their tenacity, there should be no reason why this shouldn't be a series. And I, I, I agree with that, but I think the big thing is is that these other players, Favors, Gobert, um, Rubio, Ingles, they got to prove that they can score 30 a night if Mitchell can. Yeah. Because it's the same reason why they beat the Thunder. Well, because I'm, because as long as you know Paul George isn't shooting, which he wasn't, yeah. and you know Melo's not going to do anything, yeah. if you shut down Westbrook, the best option they have is Steven Adams uh-huh. and Corey Brewer. You Corey see, Brewer played 15 minutes a game. They're not going to do yeah. anything. Same thing with the Jazz. If you can shut down Mitchell, their best scoring option is Rubio mm-hmm. and Ingles. Mm-hmm. Ingles can't do nothing but shooting threes. Rubio is just a passer. Yeah. See, but one thing, like, think, oh, things about uh, game one against Houston, Derek Favor scoring five points, that's unacceptable. He shot five times in that game. Well, great. He isn't a scorer. He's a... Still. Still. Who's the big man in Houston? Capella, Anderson. Oh, come on. Really? Favors is such a big dude. Favors is such a big dude. He should be able to body people in the paint. He should have more than five shots a game. He should get to the, the free throw Consider, line. Considering he was on Anderson, yeah. And then, Anderson is not a exactly, defender. And then look at Gobert. I mean, okay, I get it. Capella's guarding him. But taking four shots a game, he, he is an all-star in my opinion. He's an all-star in my book. Sure, Gordon Hayward's but, not but there. Gobert, but Gobert is a Rodman. Gobert is a Rodman-type player. He oh, is not. But Gobert, he can put up points. Rodman would put up points if he had to. Gobert is not a Gobert is a Rodman type, but he is not that way. Gobert is Gobert is that guy who in high school his coach said, "I don't want you shooting." He wants but because I, you're I not going to get anything out of Gobert with that. I think he could be one of the top centers in the league scoring. I, I, he he's very efficient. I mean, like I like I have right here, four for four. For the game, eleven points. He's he's efficient, but he's efficient in the same way DeAndre Jordan's efficient. Or like Tyson. DeAndre, way, DeAndre but... Jordan's efficient, shooting seventy one percent from the floor, a yeah. NBA record every year. But he shot thirty shots outside of right under the basket his mm-hmm. whole career. He well, shot one three his whole career. He's he's he sh- he doesn't shoot the ball mm-hmm. because I I tell you what, if I was seven foot, I can easily get a rebound. I could shoot seventy five percent from the floor if I was a seven footer like Gobert and them. If I was just getting the rebound and laying it back up when the, no one could get me. The unique thing about him is that although he doesn't have too much of a, uh, of a, mid, a mid-range game, he can shoot from the free throw line. So the whole goal of a big man, you got to draw those fouls in the paint. You got to get those end ones. And he could do that. I see no reason why he should be taking four shots a game. I mean, they got Crowder coming off the bench and there's only so much he can do. So you need that big man presence. And look at the Knicks. They don't have their shooting guard, but they have the big man presence. They suck. Every other team, you don't have a big man presence. You need that. You have your good guard. You now like Dwayne Wade and Shaq. You know, 
He doesn't get there without Shaq. You need that presence. Kobe doesn't get there without Gasol. Kobe doesn't get there without Shaq. You need that presence. And I'm not saying go bear Shaq. Believe me, he's far from it. But he can contend. And he can he can bowl with any other center, I think, in this league. We're, we're really deprived of them nowadays. But there should be no reason why he's taking four shots a game. Utah can win this series if Rudy Gobert... Is playing to the top I of the think game. I think if you if you stick to your core three, which is obviously Rubio, Mitchell, Gobert. Mm-hmm. If you stick to that three and let them develop, like think about think about every great big three the last ten years. Yeah, it's always a guard forward and center, or two guards and a for and a, a forward center combo. Yeah, think about it. You had Curry, Thompson, and Green. Mm-hmm. You had Irving, LeBron, and Love. That's essentially a point guard, power forward, and a yeah. center. Or a point guard, a center, and LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. You had everything. you had LeBron, D Wade, and Bosh. That's a center, shooting guard, and a small forward. Yeah. You had think about the nineties. It was you had Pippen, Rodman, and Jordan. Mm-hmm. That's a guard, a forward, and a center. You had think about even even in Orlando when Shaq. You had Shaq, Horace Grant, and Penny, and Penny. That's a point guard, a center, and a power forward. Mm-hmm. And you know just as well as a Nick. You have like think about the Knicks. <sighs> Think about all the Knicks, the great big three. If you have that, that's and that's one reason why I think the Jazz beat the Thunder is the Thunder don't have, they're trying to push the big three with the wrong people. That's true. If Melo would take a bench roll, and you had your big three of Paul George, Adams, and Westbrook, yeah. you have two scorers and a defender who can still put up 12 a game like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. That's your big three. Well, you know, when you saying Melo taking a bench roll, I guess this leads us into our next topic of the Thunder. So, I, I'm a Knicks fan. You know it. I've been around. I've seen this. I, I still think he's the poison from us. I think we should have done a lot more stuff when Amari Stoudemire was signed with Gallinari, Raymond Felton, and the boys. Carmelo cannot be on a team with other superstars. It's, it, that's just it. And you know what? He, he'll never win a ring because of it. And that it's the sad thing to say. It's the it's the same reason D Wade didn't win a ring till he had Shaq. Mm-hmm. Because you can be a Hall of Famer, you can be this great player. Yeah. But until you realize that you, like when when D Wade was with Shaq, his numbers went down. Yeah. He still won MVP that year. He still was still balled out. He still balled out. He was still the think about it, Derrick Rose won MVP when he was scoring twenty one points a game. Yeah. Now you have to score thirty a game to win MVP. Mm-hmm. The difference yeah. is too is just you know. Back in the you say well, Wade and Shaq, those are two superstars. These these guys have three, and the difference is they they're all scorers. You can't have a big three with the same mindset. Exactly. I mean, don't forget. I mean, I'll take Russell out of that conversation because Russell to me is like another LeBron. They do it all. They can literally do it all, and Carmelo can't. Carmelo's a bully in the paint. For some reason, he lost his jump shot. He left it in New York, and. I don't know what happened, but I think the only way uh, for him to, to succeed, he needs to take a lesser role. I'm not saying take a bench role because he's not weighed. He doesn't have that mindset. But what he really can do is focus more on efficiency instead of shooting a three every damn time you, you pull up from the- that's That's the big thing because if, if you notice through this whole year, Paul George shot a lot less shots than he normally shoots. Yeah. He only and the thing, And this goes into the conversation you hear everyone saying – Westbrook will never win a ring. Westbrook's the reason all these players have left and they've got better. Yeah. The thing is with that, 
is that when you look at games that the Thunder dominated, mm-hmm. I'm talking like their last game of the season when they won 140 to 87. Yeah. Granted, it was the Grizzlies. But when you think about it, Westbrook had six points, 20 rebounds, and 18 assists. You see? Melo had 20 on 7 of 12 shooting. Paul George had 40 on 20 shots. Yeah. When they realized, and that was the big, that was the good thing with, you know, the Warriors' big three before they got Durant and LeBron's big three uh-huh. both times. When one person was hot, you stayed out. Yeah. It's and true. that's the problem is that, you know, like, like look at back in the, o, like the 08 or the 2010 Miami Heat. Mm. If Bosch hit five threes in a row, LeBron would pass. LeBron would not him. even try to shoot. You got to keep feeding when, him. When, Irving, when, when you're in game seven, are you, do, would you rather have Irving or LeBron taking that shot? Exactly. But Irving was hot. LeBron knew it. LeBron gave him the ball and said, you do it. LeBron gets too much uh, flack for that. LeBron, LeBron knows that. That's the thing. Is that Westbrook could Westbrook could go ten for ten from three, yeah, and it could come down to him shooting a game winning shot. And if he missed that one shot, Melo would Melo could go zero for twenty that game, and he would be like, "Oh, I felt it, yeah. I had that." And that's the thing is that, and it goes into when they talk about Westbrook being a ball hog, Westbrook putting up forty seven points when he's got two teammates. Yeah. If you look at every game that happened, Westbrook did that when the last game Westbrook did that was against the Timberwolves in February. Mm-hmm. When he did that, everybody's cold. Paul George was two for fifteen from the floor. Melo was one for seven. Adams was his second best scorer at fifteen points a game. Westbrook shot thirty five shots because he had to. He had to. That's you're gonna what, you're gonna give him he, crap. It's not like you're gonna give him people cash. give him crap. But and I know it's a completely different category because yeah. LeBron's up here, Westbrook's down here. Mm. It's a whole different category. But you can't give a man who's got three great teammates who can't shoot, who are off on a day. Crap for him taking thirty shots. Taking over when LeBron got so tired of his teammates playing bad, he took over, and you're praising him for it. Yeah, but when Russell does it, when Russell does it, yeah, Russell isn't LeBron. Russell's a scoring point guard, and LeBron's a pass first small forward. But he's doing the same thing LeBron did. That's why LeBron is the only person you never see criticize Westbrook anything he does because he understands. He understands. LeBron went to the finals. With the worst team in history, LeBron's, LeBron's LeBron back went, hurts. LeBron about went on a team, went to the finals on a team where the next best player would have been a bench player, or would have started on the worst place team in the league. Yeah. in the Sonics that year. Mo Williams. Remember? Yeah, he was an Charlie Villanueva was the starting power forward and the yeah. second best scorer. Anderson Varejao was the best rebounder. Man, that's how. You where are they now? Exactly, that is true. That's a big point, but. You know, uh, what's left with, with the Thunder is, is we'll see in the offseason, but best best case scenario, if Paul George stays, Carmelo leaves, I can see that team I think they succeeding. need to get rid of Carmelo. I think you'll see a big change. And plus, with the whole salary cap thing, you gotta, you got to put some boys on your bench. Man, you got you got to... And they have a great bench. When you look at it, think about it. They, brought, they got Corey Brewer because yeah. the Lakers were like, you know what, we don't want this guy. He could ball. And Corey Brewer put up 13 ball. a game in his career with the Thunder so far. Wow. And he knows he's going to the bench because mm-hmm. Roberson got hurt. Roberson's coming back first month of the season. Yeah, Brewer knows he's going to the bench. So your bench is Brewer, a mm-hmm. very good vet. Um, Raymond Felton, a vet. I bet. I remember Raymond Felton when he was playing in Charlotte with Jared Wallace and Emeka Okafor. I remember that first year in the Knicks. I had so much hope. So and then, much. and then you got Alex Abrines, a rising star. And I don't know if you've seen this kid play, but this kid is insane. Is he really? This kid came in as a three-point marksman, and he's dunked on LeBron. 
Like it's nothing. Wow. This guy, this guy won't put up. This guy isn't Clay Thompson Curry. He's not going to put up forty. Yeah. But he is, you know, he's Trevor Ariza. You leave him yeah. open for three, he will hit he you will with hit a it. shot. He will not. Per, he will not take forty threes a game, but he yeah. will put points on you if you let him. The good thing you is got, they have a team that buy. If if you have people that are going to buy into their role. That's a recipe and for success. The main reason I think Melo should go to the bench is when you look at all the points. Like he, when he, when he almost won MVP, when he won scoring title, mm-hmm. he scored what? It was almost thirty. It was twenty nine and a half a game. Yeah. When he did that, he had the most first quarter points of any player in the league. Do you know when he scored most of those points? The last three minutes. The last three minutes. When there was in the first three minutes of the second quarter, when the bench players were in, and it was just him. Yeah. When when you that that's like me going up to LeBron and expecting LeBron not to score thirty on me in two minutes. Yeah, like it's it's that's it's similar to a high school like Melo going up against high schoolers and mm-hmm. scoring eighty a game. Yeah, or the Ball brothers scoring a hundred in Lithuania against fourteen year olds. You know, I always say it, man. If he didn't force that trade to New York and he just came to us in free agency, it would have been a whole different story. And that's that's the big thing is with the Knicks is right now their best player with Porzingis out in his canter has said he wants to come back to OKC. Wow. He was even at their game in Utah. Was but, he? Mm-hmm, but he they were gonna give him he wanted like the full front court. They couldn't do that because collusion rules. Yeah. But he said he loves OKC. He wants to come back. And he's a great fit in OKC. The fans love him. I, mean, you know, I don't he, know what he's talking about because he also said that he loves playing in New York too. So. But he, but remember, he also got in trouble. He got his passport revoked yeah, in Turkey, that. and Oklahoma fans fundraised thousands of dollars for him. They they mm-hmm. did all this because they love this guy. They this guy is their dude. Yeah. Him and Stephen Adams, maybe the Stash brothers. They were putting the videos out for Westbrook. They were insane. Ennis Kant is a real good bowler, but we'll move on. All right, so right now, right now we'll move on to the uh, predictions for the rest of the playoffs. Uh, who do you got making it to the Western Conference Finals? Uh, I think it's kind of hard for me not to go with the obvious, and, and that's Houston and Golden State. I think uh, Steph Curry is going to be healthier. The whole team is going to be healthy, God willing. And it's just a match made in heaven to see James Harden against those boys and Kevin Durant, his former teammate. It's nothing but excitement. I think we need to see it. We all want to see it. It's going to happen. What about you? I, you know, I have the same thing. My thing I want to see that I'm very excited to see, because Curry is coming back for game two, yeah. right? I want to see playoff Rondo on Steph Curry. Uh, and here, here's the thing. I love Steph. Steph's, Steph's from North Carolina just like me. He, I've, I've, went to, I've been to his school. My school played his school okay. in high school. I've, I love Steph. Steph is my guy. You can't, you can't say number 30 in North Carolina without everyone saying... Steph Curry. Yeah. You know, like, people have Charlotte Hornets jerseys that say Steph Curry on the back with number 30. Really? Not even his dad's jersey. They have Steph Curry, Charlotte Hornets jersey. That's crazy. Steph Curry Steph Curry is the Michael Jordan of North Carolina. Well, that's actually a bad comparison because yeah, Michael Jordan's Michael from Jordan's North Carolina. <laughs> Steph, Curry is, Steph Curry to Charlotte, North Carolina, and the, North Carolina, and the mountains of North Carolina is LeBron to Ohio. Wow. If you say LeBron sucks, you will get murdered in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. If you say Steph sucks, you will get murdered in Charlotte. In Charlotte. So he's my guy, and he's the most humble person on that team, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Yeah. Kevin Durant's turned into an asshole ever since he got ever to. Ever since he left, yeah. He got this punk. In. Same, same, same thing when everyone hated LeBron when he was in Miami because yeah. he thought he was a dick. You get a ring, you don't know how to act after that, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't want to see. I want to see Steph play good. Mm-hmm. But I just want to see that team get grounded, get more humble, 
by Rondo shutting them down. You know that that's going to be a really good series. The, I want and, the, and I'm saying this: the it. only thing that will put them over the edge is you have no one that can guard Durant and Green because mm-hmm. your best option is to put Davis on Durant. Yeah. Davis is far slower than Durant. And who are you good to put on Green? You can't put Miritich because Miritich is too quick, too tall. Yeah. You have to put Darius Miller or Quincy Pondexter. And Draymond, Darius Miller is so hot-headed. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green will put him to sleep. Probably, man. Draymond Green will, Draymond Green will do the Stevens. He will blow in his ear, and Miller will be ejected. <laughs> you know, it makes me really wonder if Boogie Cousins was healthy, man, what these playoffs would look like. For the Pelicans. The Pelicans, they still would have swept the first round, I think, but they yeah. would it'd be in a lot worse situation than they are now. Think I, so? I say that because, you know, this is Boogie's first playoff. He's already pumped. He's already going to be a little riled. Yeah. Boogie is the only player who you can dunk on him and he will literally punch you. Boogie, <laughs> Boogie's gotten text because someone laid a hard screen and he didn't like it. Yeah. Like, not even a hard screen. Someone screened him when they were losing by 20, so he threw him to the ground. But, I mean, that... That's kind of what they need in this series. They need that, you know, that aggressiveness. They to have, think about. I, it. But I don't. The, the only thing is, though, they really don't. Because think about it. Think about when the Thunder and the Warriors got in that fight last year. When uh-huh. Samaj Kristen went after Steph Curry, which is the greatest move I have seen as a yeah. Thunder fan, with the no-name rookie swinging at Steph. That's how I felt about Nilakina this year with LeBron. And it was, you know, it was it was fifty-four fifty with three seconds left till tip off on yeah. tip off on a tip off. He tips it. They hit the three. They win the game by 30 because he got riled up. You can't rile up the Warriors. Yeah. Because the Roy- Warriors will get riled up, and then they'll smoke you. But the difference is when you got the best two centers on the planet, I mean, that, that, that plays into context right there. Remember, don't forget, they, those guys could shoot. It's not like they're just, I got to stay in the paint because I can't do nothing else. These guys can shoot the pill. Bookie Cousins in the corner. He could drain him. And you got the bearded dragon on the bench, Nic- Nikola Mirotic exactly. at the time. Exactly. So you know what? And he's very underrated, man. The Bulls really had a treasure with him. So I'm telling you, if Boogie was healthy this series, with playoff Rondo, with the I don't way think... Holiday is playing, I, you know, this was a, a I think a game six or game seven, but the Warriors would still win that. Probably, but it'd be a series. Like I, I, I honestly feel this will be a sweep, or game, or just a five. That's my max. I don't see it That's going every else. time the Pelicans last time they played them. The yeah. year the uh, Warriors won the finals. Mm-hmm. They just tore them apart. So uh, yeah. what, what do you have in the East? The East. This one's hard because the way Cleveland's playing, I, I kind of find it hard how, how they're going to get past Toronto. But you know what? I, I love LeBron, and I got faith that he'll get past. I think he's going to the finals again. But for the conference finals, I got Philly going against Cleveland. I have I have two game seven matchups. I think Toronto is gonna beat or Toronto's gonna lose in seven. Really? You think it's that far? I think it's gonna go to seven again and Philly's gonna win in seven. Tonight's the game, right? Tonight's th- Cavaliers yeah, Toronto. First game, I think I think Cleveland will win the same reason they won the last series. And I think that the Sixers, while still young, mm-hmm. Just have so much firepower over, and I think, and I know they get. You know, you got you got players like Tatum who can sit the bench, yeah, and still put up thirty. You got Jalen Brown, you have Rozier, Marcus Smart coming back, yeah. You know, you have Horford, you got Bain, you have all these great players. <laughs> but I think with the fact that you have a six eight point guard, 
You know, Ben Simmons is a... And the like fact that ball. everyone's going to be going at... What are the three players everyone's going to be guarding? Focusing. Simmons. Simmons. Embiid. Sarge. Yeah. Maybe Covington. Covington, too. Don't sleep on Who's him. your sleeper in that starting lineup? Yeah. J.J. Redick. That dude's on fire, The Duke man. product. J.J. Redick will put 30 on you and not say a word. Mm-hmm. That's why he was so deadly in L.A. In L.A. You know, you're watching, you're watching down low, and then you have Jamal Crawford, J.J. Redick hitting threes in your face. Yeah. It's a but, shame that never worked out for them. Because <laughs> <laughs> of Chris Paul. <laughs> and I think going into the finals, it will be Golden State versus Cleveland again. I'm tired of it. I am too, oh, but I'm for the same reason it. L.A. couldn't win a playoff series, it's the same reason Houston will lose that playoff yeah, it's series. Just, it's just really bad for basketball Yeah, like, I, at this point. It's yeah. It's it's like at the like in baseball with the point where the Dodgers were in the series every year. Every year, like it yeah. just got to the point like you know it's it's enough is enough. That's, but I think the good thing with it now is that you know Golden State had their worst year in five years mm-hmm. this last year. But you really think that but ever since now? they? But no, what I'm saying is this. Yeah, everything's completely different. Everyone's yeah. in a different mode in the playoffs. Uh-huh. People aren't getting are more smart with their ejections. People aren't really caring anymore. Yeah, and they're more caring than they are during the regular season. Gotcha. Like when he gets. When LeBron gets knocked out against Memphis while they're to a team that's going for the second pick yeah. of the draft this year. I think, though, that it's the same reason why after the first year LeBron and them won a title, mm-hmm. everyone knew how to beat them then. They had the two harder, hardest series those two years because cause now people know how to beat them. They know, they know, all right, they have their big three plus, plus Draymond Green, yeah. plus Durant, however you want to oh, yeah. look at that situation. So Houston goes, all right, well, we're going to build our big three. Mm-hmm. We have a center that's underestimated widely. Yeah. We have the MVP, without a doubt. And then you have one of the best playmakers in NBA history in Chris Paul. Yeah. Along with, you know, I mean, look at their bench. Last year, they were stocked for, for a championship run. Mm-hmm. They, had two, they had two people in the running for six men. I know. They had two players off the bench averaging 25 minutes a game. Yeah. That is unheard of. They have a great team. I think give them if Houston if Houston wins this series, mm-hmm. they will win the finals. Think so? I think so. I honestly because believe, they have more firepower. Over. I believe LeBron has a better chance going up against Houston. Than oh yeah, he totally does. Golden State, and, and the reason why I, I say such is about the finals. My 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 point on the finals again. If LeBron, we already know there's going to be tons of storylines, which is the good part for the NBA. But here's the bad part. We know LeBron's going to lose. And he's going to lose in five. He might even get swept. This team that Cleveland has right now, and I hate to say it because LeBron is, is the greatest to me, but this team has totally underplayed. I, I mean, even after the trades, there's only so much they can do. Uh, if LeBron has to keep going on 15-0 and 0 scoring runs, then you can kiss them goodbye and ev- this yeah, series. You know, and everyone talks about beginning of the year. Like, it, even though... Boston gave up more players. It was really the most unfair trade I've ever seen in my life. You know, yeah. you're getting yeah. you're getting a guy who he was already scoring 20, 22 points a game. Mm-hmm. You give him LeBron and make him better, and then you get rid of him, rid of him. for a player who's had. And I love Isaiah Thomas because I'm short too. I love the short. I feel dudes. the same way, man. So I love Isaiah Thomas, especially back in Boston when he hit the three and he'd stare down the Suns bench the yeah. game after the game after the trade. He played I, with a nice chip on his shoulder. I, yeah, I love when he does that. I love him. I feel like he would he fit well in Boston. That tough attitude. Yeah. The fact that the team supported him. He knew he wanted to live stay in Boston his it's whole life. It's just nobody would offer a max contract to and, somebody that's five foot eight. 
Not even, you know? not even that. Muggsy both got good money, at, but like no, but he's a one trick pony. Mm-hmm. What can he do? Like you know, if you're if you're like Kobe was a one trick pony. Yeah. But Kobe was six six. Kobe, could Kobe was six six and put shots over your head backwards. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas has a great move to get open, but you know you're put you're moving Isaiah from his team to someone to else's, someone else's team. team. He's no it's different that, than yeah, it's he's not the head. It's the it. same reason why Paul George and Melo they're going from their team to Westbrook's team. They're yeah. going from your team to LeBron's to LeBron. team. And you're and you've had hip injuries your whole life. You've been hurt most of your career. I don't understand why they thought. Like I understand you got the first pick in the draft. Yeah. You were, you're going to get a superstar this year without a doubt. Uh-huh. Whether it's Michael Porter, Adebayo, yes, Muhammad Bamba, you're going to have a great player yeah. as long as you don't be stupid and get rid of that trade. But this was the worst trade the Cleveland's ever made. You think LeBron walks? I think he waits till the draft. Man. I think he's going to give it two more if they pick up a great player. I don't think you. I don't think he could leave again. I don't. Yeah, I don't think uh, he could. I don't think he can. If he if he did, he would never come back. If he did, I, and my I my thing is is this, and this is why I've been pushing. You know, just as I do, I've been pushing. They pick Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. This is why Michael Porter Jr. is an athletic playmaking scorer. Mm-hmm. Who else was an athletic athletic playmaking scorer at nineteen? Kyrie. LeBron oh. and Kyrie. Well, Kyrie too. Well, Kyrie's a point guard averaging four assists a game. There's a difference. <laughs> Look, think about it. If LeBron stays two more years and decides, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to play the last three years in L.A. for yeah. historic. Or I want to go to San Antonio and play for Pop. I want to go win a title in the West. That's much harder than making it to the yeah. finals in the East. If he did that, think it's the same reason why Garoppolo and, what's his name? Jacoby Brissett. Why they are so good now. I mean, percent. you had two years behind the goat. You yeah. have two years. If Porter, if he stays two more years and they keep Porter, and they get Porter, uh-huh. Porter's got two years to learn from LeBron. That's they can literally, they can literally just go up to him and say, "I want you training with LeBron. Yeah. I want you to talk to LeBron, get his entire work ethic. I want you to do every drill he does." You can become the centerpiece. Just and you in two years, you could be the best player in the league. Yeah. You could be one, not well, not best, but you could be a superstar, a top player, and, and that's what Cleveland needs right now. Moving on to, we're going to move on now to the uh, NBA awards predictions. Can you give me your prediction for uh, the MVP this year? LeBron. It it is so easy. And, and, you know, I hate to do this to James Harden again, but you know what? The NBA screwed you. You should have won it two years ago. I'm not playing. LeBron deserves it. What he did this year, I mean, it feels like he does it every year, but this year was different. He he had no help. He had no help. Kevin Love out with an injury. No Kyrie. Say what you want, Tristan Thompson, bum. So, you know what? <laughs> That's why he played good. He didn't want to go home to that situation. <laughs> so, LeBron really deserves this. I mean, it's it's very easy to say we could give LeBron the MVP every year. So, but, It's, it's but the same this, situation yeah. back in the 90s. Jordan's the MVP every year. Exactly. Jordan 2003 was considered the MVP. He averaged 15 a game. <laughs> so, you see what I mean? I, I, think, I just think what LeBron really did this year, his back must be killing him right now because he's been carrying 15 guys all year, including his coach, because he is the coach. So, I mean, runner-up, definitely James Harden. Or, I mean, if you want to come up with co-MVPs, go ahead. But I think it's you just got to stop saying that just because LeBron's good every year, he can't get MVP every year, because best believe, he deserves it. And this is why I'm exactly glad, I'm glad they, they moved it from the fans voting for MVP versus to the former MVPs. And coaches yeah. pick MVP because it's an odd number, so you know it can't tie. Mm-hmm. Because you know as well as I do, Curry would be MVP for the next twenty years in a row. 
He would. Curry would win 10 straight MVP awards. He would. He could, he could miss Granted, yes, he definitely deserved that unanimous MVP yeah, two years ago because sure. he led a team to 73 wins yeah. by himself. Um, they didn't even need Durant, man. No, but you know what? They didn't need Durant, but you know what they needed? Him to be out of OKC. Yeah. Yep. Because they knew Durant wanted to win a championship. They made the road a lot easier for them. Yeah. They knew Durant wouldn't win. They knew Durant, all they yeah. needed to make it to the finals every year was Durant out. I'm, I got to go with James Harden. For MVP. Over LeBron? For the same reason that Westbrook won the MVP, Kobe won the MVP, Jordan won two of his MVPs, and Wilt won the MVP. Uh-huh. The same, it's a very, because you know me, I'm a stats guy. Yeah. Every player who has averaged 30 or more points in a season has won MVP. MVP. And I know, like, you know, Kobe, he was averaging one rebound and two assists when he yeah. did, but Kobe had 10 straight games with 40 points. Kobe uh-huh. was averaging 36 a game. Wilt won it when he was averaging 48 a game. Yeah, you know, Westbrook, Westbrook, or think about it, Durant won it. Durant won it when he averaged 31 a game. 30, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had the 35, like 35 straight games with 20 points. Yeah. He won it when he scored 30 a game. You know, it's it's just a statistical thing, Every and everyone talks about. But why Harden's not, not LeBron? I, no, there's nothing. It's, I think just it's Harden's time. I think LeBron definitely deserves one, mm. but I think... Harden has proved LeBron's was a superstar the minute he came in. Yeah. This is the season Harden proved I'm the I'm a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm the top five I'm a top five player in the league. This is the season he proved it. Yeah. You know, you like that. LeBron had a LeBron did have an MVP season. Mm-hmm. That's why I wish co MVP too. Because you can yeah. or they did like baseball, have a Western Conference MVP and an Eastern Conference MVP because that would make this so I much really easier. think they should consider it's the same it. it's the same reason everyone said LeBron should have won one last year. Yeah. But Westbrook had a triple double season. You have to give it to him. If Chris Paul wasn't on that team, Harden would probably be averaging a triple double right now. Yeah, that's the thing. They everyone talks about Harden's lost his assist numbers. Yeah, Harden's lost his rebounding numbers. He's not playing point guard. But he's not playing point guard. He played point guard last year. That's why he was averaging nine assists a game. You put you put Kobe at point guard. He's going to average seven assists a game. Exactly. You put put Durant at point guard. He's going to average ten a game. That's true. Not, Car- not Carmelo. Not Carmelo. Carmelo's <laughs> going to average seventy points on twenty percent shooting. Yeah, that's right. I'm glad I, we I just I think that. It's Harden's time. I think, you know, LeBron's definitely got two more MVP seat, five more MVP candidate seasons. You know, way more. He's, you know, he's gonna play until he's fifty. He's got at least ten more MVP seasons, at least three more MVPs you, in him. Yeah, he, he hasn't had one major injury. He spends over. He spends career. about. A, he spent about two million dollars on train on that health. Is unbelievable. But I think, you know, Another I think this is Harden's time. I think he's got. I think it's just this is the year of the Harden. Hey, fear the beard, right? I think, and then all right. So going going on with the awards, my rookie of the year, Donovan Mitchell. I have to go against you, Ben Simmons. Why, man. Ben Simmons? Listen, they they had their nucleus intact in Utah. Gordon Hayward left. They started the same team. So, I mean, of course, you didn't know Donovan Mitchell was going to be as good as he did, but Ben Simmons came in there and proved to everybody what they expected of him. To be another little LeBron James. LeBron entered the league. He couldn't shoot for, for crap. And Ben Simmons can't do the same. But what they're doing now with no, with, with no jump shot. This dude's averaging, what, 15? 15, 8, and 8. Imagine he had a jumper. And he led this team to the he playoffs. Will be MVP. Yeah, he'll be MVP in like three years. But I don't think he will win. 
the rookie of the Are year. Are you a believer in the whole? Uh, he learned about the NBA for a whole year, so he really shouldn't be considered. No, that's a that's a that's a factor to me. I uh-huh. don't. That's not like I mean, that's not like that's not like like if LeBron if LeBron had like two years to learn about the NBA. Yeah, it's a, it's same it's the same thing as them redshirting in college. You get uh-huh. one year to look at every redshirt player that's went to the NBA or in the NFL. Yeah, every one of them have been super, almost every one of them have been great players. Uh-huh. Look at Malcolm Brogdon. No one. I think, speaking of him, I think that the reason Mitchell will win mm-hmm. is the same reason that Malcolm Brogdon won it. Won. And I say this because, I mean, look at it. Embiid had, what, two years before he played? No. Great. And the main reason also with this is, look, Embiid had two years to practice. Even when he wasn't full contact, he was still practicing. He yeah. had two years to practice with NBA players. Still, but you, it, it, it comes down to the feel of the sport. It's a, wholly, uh, a totally different ball game when you step on the court. The game speed is totally different from what you practice. But I think you know? when, you, but when you look at it, yes, they did have their nucleus. They still had Gobert. They still had Favors. They still had Ingles. Yeah. They lost a lot. They, didn't have, they had to trade for their starting point guard. Yeah. They had to trade for their six-man in Jay Crowder. They had to trade... For all these players, because they at the beginning of the season they weren't expected to make the playoffs. They were just yeah. expecting Mitchell to put up fifteen a game and be their star in four years. Yeah, and you got and it's the same no, reason. Same reason Malcolm Brogdon won it because he had a year. I think it's not a. I don't agree mm-hmm. with that whole. He's only good because of that. Because if Ben Simmons would have played last year, if it mm-hmm. wasn't for his ankle injury, I think he would have been just as good. He would have won Rookie of the Year yeah. last year. You're Same right. reason, like, if Markel Fultz would have been healthy. Like, Markel Fultz next year will be in the Rookie of the Year candidate. Because he's only played four yeah, games. He still has eligibility as a yeah. rookie. He will win Rookie of the Year next year. Uh-huh. because Or he will be in the talks because he is he destro- played, He had a du- triple-double off the bench. I mean, we could go at it again and call Rookie of the Year. It's I think, you know hard. what, that's what I'm leaning I towards. I think it might happen. If we had to choose, though, I'm picking Mitchell. Because, you know, there's a difference between... A team uh-huh. with a bunch of two, three-year players. Yeah, that it's the same reason. All right, when you look at and when I, when Kyrie was in Duke, mm-hmm. you knew he was special. Yeah, because he was a freshman that led this team. Yeah, when when Steph was at Davidson, you knew he was special because he was a freshman that led a n- n- no one heard yeah. of team to the to the Sweet Sixteen. Mm-hmm. It's the same. Donovan Mitchell, like Ben Simmons, is on a team of. Three vets, and the the three it's got you got Reddick, Johnson, and you did and Bellinelli, yeah, and Ilyasova. Everyone else is in their third. Like most is in their fourth year. They're uh-huh. still new to the game. They're still new. Donovan Mitchell is on a team of vets. Ricky Rubio's been in the league almost ten For years now. now. Gobert's been in the league eight years. Favors has been in the league seven years. Yeah, you're on a team of, and go and Gobert and Favors been learning from Al Jefferson. And Rubio's with Rubio's been with Rick. Work. With Tom Thibodeau, Flip Saunders, yeah, they've Kevin Garnett. They've been around these great players, even if they're not great. They know how to play. Right. You're talking about a rookie, but leading then, this team. Think about you saying a rookie leading this team. Two rookies were leading Philly. Come on, literally, they didn't have the. I mean, talk but there's about a, they were already projected to be that, a playoff team. But Utah was not. They, well, they better have been, man. But but the thing is, isn't that crazy? You, they were projected to be a playoff team. Off of what? What have you seen to make them a playoff team? It was the hype. But like, see, it was, exactly. It was the hype, and they I didn't just live up to it. Those boys went out there, exceeded expectation, and now we're talking about them possibly getting to the finals. 
You know, I mean, uh, Utah, an amazing story. Well, they're going to get bumped. So, what Philly but, has... All right, but if Utah... But you can't deny what I'm saying. If Utah, I'm not. Like, me, but I'm you not. can't... You got to agree. If Utah... If this was a 16-team playoff instead uh-huh. of 8-8, eight and eight, and Utah was... Or the Utah was in the Eastern Conference... They wouldn't make it to the conference. They would probably, yeah, they, Utah yes, they could would. beat this Boston team. Utah would put up a fight against Philly. Utah could beat Toronto and Cleveland. And Cleveland would Cleveland would win, but Cleveland would have a hard time. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? The, I think it's because you know we knew Simmons coming in was a power. It's the same reason Anthony Davis didn't win. Yeah. Remember, no one knew Lillard was going to win. Anthony Davis was. Everyone was thinking Anthony Davis top pick. Nothing's nothing. He's, yeah. Nothing's going to happen to him. And Lillard came in averaging 15 a game. Yeah, man. Moving on to the next song. other ones. Who do you uh, most improved? You got to go Oladipo. Oh, uh, I get you know no you're doubt. going from ten a game to twenty, no and you're, you're going from the second score to the leader of a team yeah. that almost beat the King. Uh huh. You I had three triple doubles in the playoffs. Two, 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 two triple doubles and then three double doubles yeah. in the playoffs. Like like we said earlier, man, with that team, it, they they really found the perfect fit for him. You know, maybe Orlando wasn't his fit. And you know what, Russell and OKC, he, he couldn't really have his chance to shine. But what he had here, going to his hometown, like you said, I mean, it was a match made in heaven for him. And he, he he's going to be a superstar. Most yeah, improved player. I definitely agree doubt. with that. He will definitely be a superstar. Um, you know, going to sixth man, who do you have for sixth man? Sixth man of the year. I mean, is Lou Will uh, the only person? Lou Will is the only person the I don't only... agree should be in there. Because Lou Will is starting in the clip in L.A. Is he starting? He's starting, he's starting, but he's playing 20 minutes. That's uh, why. Okay. Wow. I think Lou will, Lou will will always be, same as Jamal Crawford, Jamal the Crawford. greatest sixth man ever. Jamal Crawford could win any, every year, hands down. Jamal, Crawford, Jamal Crawford could play 10 minutes a game, and you would put him in the thing for it. I think you know, a shocker who might get it is Fred Van Fleet. In Toronto. Because, really? you know, this is a guy who's quiet because you got DeRozan, Ibaka, Valanchunas. Yeah. You got all this. He's averaging eight, six, and five uh-huh. on hey. a quiet team. He's, yeah, he's been, he's been sticking with it. He's been averaging quiet numbers. But you got to admit, as a sixth man behind, you know, there's a difference. You know, if you're a sixth man behind, you know, if, if Melo's behind Patrick Patterson yeah. and he puts up 18, that's clearly a sixth man of the year award. Yeah. But when you're behind a superstar averaging 38 minutes a game and you're averaging 8, 6, and 5, that, those are great numbers. Yeah. When you're only playing 13, 14 minutes a game and you're considered the six man. Uh-huh. You know who's a real sleeper? And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a homer here. Michael Beasley. Okay? Everybody, you can laugh at me. You could say he's a bum. But you know what? I had him in fantasy basketball. He was not <laughs> a bum. Okay? That dude would come off the bench and the Knicks were awful. Knicks were awful, but there were a lot of games where he kept us in the game. He would drop 30-some nights. He would drop 20-some nights. Some things you never even saw when he was in Miami or any other team he played. I, I swear, I didn't even know who Michael Beasley was this year. I, I think he, he, he probably won't win it because of who he is. but And the hype. Who's, think about who's going. He's going against Eric Gordon, exactly. Will, and Fred so, Van Fleet. There's, Fred Van Fleet's not much of a name. That's, not, yeah. that's an NBA fan name. <laughs> Or a 2K fan, or yeah. Raptors 2K team name, <laughs> but 
I, you know, I want Fred Van Fleet. I want. I think it's gonna go to Eric Gordon again because Eric Gordon's playing behind Harden every You're fifteen playing, a game. First seed, you know, you, if you lead them that far, I think it's, it's the same reason when Harden won it. The Thunder were the first seed. Harden yeah. wasn't doing much more than Durant and Westbrook was, uh-huh. but he was. And you know, going moving on to defensive player, hmm. I gotta That's go hard. with Gobert again. Really? You know, I think. Between the between the four, I gotta go either Gobert or Paul George. And although I'm a diehard Thunder fan, I bleed blue and orange. Paul George did not put up numbers this year, to get yeah, Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, he he always averages two steals. He's always in the conversation. Yeah, but when you're Gobert, not only he his defense when you go into the advanced stats, mm-hmm. his defensive numbers when he got a block. 35% of the time, they scored the point. Yeah. When he got a rebound, he started fast breaks. This guy deserves... This guy will be known as one of the greatest defensive players. I gotta agree. This guy This guy will be the a new Dikim, the French Dikembe Mutombo, mm-hmm. the Hakeem... He will, score, he will score some. He will put up occasional 20-point games. Yeah. But you will... If you don't go into that game preparing to shut him down on defense, to confuse him on defense, then you're not playing them. Yep. That's, that's the reason. Paul George... You focus on his offense. Every one of those players, you focus on their offense. Mm-hmm. You you game plan to confuse him on defense. That's why I think he wins it. Yeah. I got to agree, man. Like I mentioned earlier when we were talking about Utah, I mean, this guy's one of – he's going to be one of the best centers in this league. And to me, he already is. So he can only build on that, and I see many more defensive player of the years to come. But we can move on to our well, we next. got We got one more. We got coach <laughs> of the year. Oh, coach Who you of the got? Year. Mm, man. I think I gotta give it to Philly, man. Philly's head coach, what's his name? Brett Brown. Brett Brown. Brown. There we go. That dude's been through too much. <laughs> that dude's been through the worst seasons. And Being honest, they could they could have lost every game this season. They would have had to have given coach exactly. of the year because he's. Yo. And but you know I I'm gonna go Brett Brown too. You could go Utah. But, you could go. But that's the other areas, thing. It's know? the rookie of the year debate. Yeah. Do you go Utah? Do you go Cohead? Because uh-huh. he had nothing. Yeah. Let's be real. He had a nucleus. He had a decent team. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about a team that was a three seed that just lost your only good scorer. Yeah. And well, you got to try to rebuild, and you put your faith in a not just three rookies you've seen in practice that you know you can play. Yeah. A rookie you didn't know that your GM is the only one who's seen him. Uh-huh. You put your faith in him and say, this guy will lead our team. And you finish a five seed? You knock yes, Minnesota so, by uh, yourself to the eight hey, seed? But, but you also can't even forget uh, Mike D'Antoni. Mike, Mike D'Antoni, I mean, I, I love him. I'm, like I said, I'm a homer. I remember his days in New York. But he fin- – I mean, didn't he win last year, if I'm not mistaken? Mm-hmm. This year – Because he brought them from the yeah, seven to so the two. This year, he didn't bring them to two. He brought them to one. And, okay, yeah, you can say uh, Golden State was a little shot in the foot. San Antonio wasn't San Antonio. The West, the West wasn't what it was in the last couple of years. But the fact that he did that and now his boys are serious title contenders – Getting James Harden to buy into the fact that he has another superstar on his team and getting them all to play. And a potential third exactly. superstar in Capella. Look at that. So, the, you know, I might have to retract my statement. I'm going to give it to Dan Tony. Well, and you know also the dark horse, he's always in every year, is Pop. Without doubt. You know, Pop lost. You're talking about a guy who their average age in that starting lineup was 35 years old. Yeah, I know. Your man. starting lineup was Tony Parker. Danny At the beginning of the season was Tony Parker, Danny Green, Rudy Gay, LaMarcus, LaMarcus Aldridge is the youngest guy on the starting lineup. And things like that only and work Paul in baseball, Gasol. man. Yeah, exactly. You, you got five vets who are wow. slow as hell. In but, the Western Conference, when you got to play 
Houston four times a year. Uh-huh. You got to play Golden State four times a year because you were rivals. Yeah. You have to play, you know, the Clip. You got to play. The, you got to play all these insane teams. You have to play the Pelicans four times a year as quick as they are. Yeah. You got all these old guys, and you finished. What were they sixth? Mm-hmm. Yep. No, yeah. seven, seven. No, seven. I thought was that eight. No, seven. They played the Warriors. Okay. But you're talking, and not only that, just the class it took that he said. I'm not gonna make this decision on like with the big the big deal about Murray starting over Parker. Yeah, he said I'm not gonna make this decision. The players the have players to. Could do. He wasn't gonna start crap between the players. He wasn't gonna say Parker, you're on the bench and get Parker and Murray to feud. No. He was gonna say Parker, you're the starter when you are ready, when you think this guy is ready to start, and take your spot. He is your predecessor. Yeah, you let him, and he did that. He's the Belichick of basketball. Man. You know, he... Danny Green. And plus, you got a forty-one-year-old on your bench that scored thirty against the best team in the league. You believe that? He he shut down Harden last year. I thought he was going to retire a year ago, man. Nobody's not going to retire. Nobody's not going to retire until his beard starts getting bald too. (laughs) But till he loses all his hair. um, We can move on to our last topic here: uh, the Westbrook effect. And I know you're a big Golden State fan, so mean Thunder. I mean, yeah, Thunder fan, so I'll let you lead us off with this one. All right, so so this one, I'm going to get a little heated on. The big thing with this one is that, you know, you got – think about, like, all the players last three years that have left Westbrook. Durant – or not even three years, going, including Harden a few years back. You get Durant, Harden, Oladipo, Sabonis, Cantor. Mm-hmm. You got all these great players. The great and good, good middle players, yeah. You have all these players that have left him, and you know you got Colin Coward, you got Shannon, you got when well, I Shannon, Skip Bayless, you got these guys saying Westbrook Westbrook's has it. Westbrook's fault. Westbrook's the Westbrook will never win a championship because he's too selfish. That's uh-huh. why Paul George will leave, Melo will leave. It'll be him and and five scrubs. Yeah. When that is absolutely not true, mm-hmm. and this isn't just a fan's perspective. I've talked to I've I've I have friends who are Hawks fans, who are Magic fans. They said this is not Westbrook's fault. When I've given no. them the facts that I've given, I'm about to give you, they have agreed with me. This is not Westbrook's fault. Mm-hmm. What I was telling them, when you look at Harden, he went from sixth man of the year, traded, and now he's MB- he's going to be MVP. Yeah. He's in the top two spots for MVP. Uh-huh. Was that Westbrook's fault? No. He was traded yeah. for Kevin Martin and he Stephen was a, Adams, he was a sixth which man. was a sm- because you know what the Thunder knew. The Thunder GM knew Sam Presti. He knew Scott Brooks was going to keep him as a six man. Mm-hmm. James Harden did not me- did not need to be a six man. He didn't need to be. As you see what's he doing in Houston? James Harden is an MV- is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. They knew if he kept him there, they weren't going to fire Scott Brooks because that would have been horrible with their team. Uh-huh. They had to get rid of Harden because they knew this is a great class. What we need is a center. We already have two or three good small f- yeah. shooting guards. The best shooting guard class is coming two years later. Let's just focus on getting a center. Uh-huh. They moved up from the 30th pick to the 12th and got a first-round pick the next year for a very key player, Stephen Adams, mm-hmm. who was turning into he's a turning score. Into a he really said he's, he's going to shoot man. threes next year. Look at Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant isn't Westbrook's fault. Uh-huh. Kevin Durant just wants a ring. Kevin That's Durant. all it was. Kevin Durant's his own fault. Kevin Durant just wanted a ring. He wanted to do the LeBron. I'm going to leave my team. Go somewhere else, and then maybe they'll love me when I come back. Yeah. Only thing is, he burned his bridges in Oklahoma City. Yeah, that's it. Oklahoma City is different than Cleveland. Because, you know, if he said, I want to go back to OKC, those fans would boo the team yep. to death. You look at who Oladipo is going to win most improved this year. 
That wasn't Westbrook's fault. Uh-huh. If anything, Westbrook's helped these guys. Harden averaged 15 a game, mm-hmm. 18 a game. When he won six million a year, he was averaging 19 and a half a game, which yeah. is impressive in 20 minutes. It is. So if you're going from 20 minutes a game to 35 minutes and you average 30 a game, think about Westbrook and Harden were like best friends. They grew up in L.A. together. Uh-huh. You know, it, it's the same reason players get better once they leave Kobe. Right, even players look, got better because look at Kyrie leaving leaving LeBron because you're giving them these extra tools you're yeah. teaching them better Kyrie could do nothing but shoot and dribble mm-hmm. LeBron taught him LeBron took him in how to facilitate even though he doesn't do it he doesn't do it but he if he <laughs> has to he will drop can. 15 assists yeah. on you and, and you have you know yeah Oladipo he he taught Oladipo how to score. He said, "Look, he showed Oladipo. This is how you create shots. Yeah. With, you, he could he could admit to it. He can just he could just sit there and show him in practice. You can yeah. just watch Westbrook in practice, and you can learn how to do shit. Sabonis, Sabonis, there is no way you can blame that on Westbrook. <laughs> Sabonis <laughs> that was one is just silly to me. Sabonis is a twenty minute a game starter. Yeah. He is the he is the Kendrick Perkins." Of the, he was the Kendrick Perkins of the Thunder. We're going to start you for the first five minutes so we can put our better power forward against the weak scrubs. Gotcha. Man. That's what they did. That's what they're doing. That's what they were using him for. Yeah. Sabonis was also a rookie. He had nowhere to go but up. No, of course. And then, you're gonna, and then you trade him, and he averages a point and a half better than he did at OKC. That, that was just a You can't blame him for that. Man. I, Who else was on that list? There was, you know, there was Abaka. Mm-hmm. Abaka went from a system where he was supposed to be the leading rebounder to a system where he doesn't have to rebound. Have to do that. Because yeah. ever since he left OKC, his numbers in rebounding went down. Mm-hmm. He was averaging eight rebounds a game. Abaka doesn't want to rebound. Abaka wants to block a shot and hit a three in I your hit face. A three, yeah. He's averaging a point and a half more, better three point percentage, less rebounding numbers, mm-hmm. but he's playing five times more efficient. Yeah. Because he's not in the paint as much. You know, there was there was many players on that list. It's just so ridiculous to hear the everyone's hate on Westbrook. It's yeah. the same like when when Colin Coward and them complain about LeBron's not the goat, and then someone comes up with a valid point, and they won't listen to it. And they like, don't like to listen to it. They right? were um, Antonio Daniels, okay. played with LeBron, played with Kobe. He's played all over the league. He was a journeyman. He said this is not Westbrook's fault. I saw that video. Yeah, because you know. Look at Aldridge. Aldridge went from 18 a game to 22 a game this mm-hmm. year. Why did that happen? Kawhi was out. Kawhi was out. When you're, when you're, it's the same reason when Durant went out, Westbrook averaged 29 points a game. Yeah. Or when Durant went out, or when Westbrook went out, Reggie Jackson, who was on that list, went up to a steady starter and they moved into the two. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is, is you you lose your score. Mm-hmm. You have someone has to fill the place. Yeah. It's, it's like think of college basketball. If if you're if if who's if RJ Barrett if RJ Barrett scored forty a game, and then left to go to the NBA, are you just gonna sit there with players who score five? Or are you gonna find have another dude step up and score twenty five exactly. a game? Yeah, it's the same in NBA. If you lo- if if LeBron leaves, then Kevin Love's gonna have to score twenty a game. Whoever they draft's gonna have to score twenty a game. They're gonna so have to have players step up. step up. It's not it's not Westbrook kicking his teammates yeah. out. It's his team. It's his, Boban Marjanovic. Think of it this way: Boban Marjanovic, mm-hmm. the most freak of nature athlete I've ever seen. Seven four with a size twenty two shoe. Monster man. He 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 palmed a ball so high Davis couldn't even jump to get it. 
That's Popovich said to him, he was he wanted to stay in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. He was averaging three points a game, five rebounds in 15 minutes. Yeah. Popovich said, you need to leave. Not because he didn't want him. He said, you are going to look better if you leave. He's averaging seven and eight. behind. He was yeah. behind Andre Drummond before that trade. Yeah. And he had a $30 million contract. Look at that. Hassan Whiteside went from no money to big, to big money. It's these players realizing Westbrook is helping me. Mm-hmm. Westbrook is, is teaching, is showing me how to be a leader, how to, how to run a team by myself, whatever position I am. And you know what? So if anything, they should be attributing. They, no one Westbrook gives Westbrook. The, Westbrook gets the credit of I'm a ball hog. I'm going to put 30 a game. But he does that when his teammates can't score. can't score. He does that when he he doesn't care what last game of the season. Like we mentioned earlier, last game of the season, he scored six points. Yeah, he had twenty rebounds and sixteen assists. I, I think, for instance, what we uh, before we wrap everything up, uh, last year what he did before before the Carmelo and Paul George came was something like to really admire. Uh, he he really had to step up. He showed that he can be a leader, and I think with any team in this league, with him at the helm. There should be no reason why he can't no. lead them to the playoffs. That's why, like, of course, I would love to see him in New York because I feel like that's a big, that's a, a bigger stage for him. <laughs> but to he shine. can't. He's not going to leave. But of course, he, after he after the comments after, he yeah, made about that, Durant, he, he cannot he leave, leave himself. He he's is stuck, stuck in OKC spirit. He's stuck, which there. I am glad because I love Westbrook. I'm an OKC Thunder fan. Yeah. I want he, him he, to stay. He belongs there. You know, you guys lost. If we a lot get of rid of Melo and keep PG. And he make a good draft choice. Have a team for the future, man. That is a if, if yeah, PG needs to understand he's not second scorer. Yeah. And if he's missing shots, he can't just pull up bricks constantly. Yeah. Like he did in Indiana. Because in Indiana. Indiana, when he missed a shot, no one made shots. Uh-huh. You have Westbrook, who's going to put... If you miss 10 shots, Westbrook's going to make 8. And there's not too many nights when both of them are cold, you know? No. So, when when Westbrook score, Westbrook's never cold. Because yeah. Westbrook's just going to shoot until he gets hot. It's it's the Kobe of it's the Mamba mentality. Yeah. If if I miss five shots, I'm a hot. I'm gonna get hot on the sixth one when it's I'm true. one for six instead it's of true. zero for five. The and, only way to break out of a cold streak is shoot. And the thing is, is that you know he doesn't shoot thirty five shots a game. Like, yeah. like I said, when when they played Memphis, granted it's Memphis. Uh-huh. Paul George had forty. West Anthony had twenty six. Westbrook had six. Yeah. With twenty rebounds, eighteen assists. Adams had twenty one. Mm-hmm. Adams, the guy averaging 10 a game, had 21 points, 14 rebounds in 20 minutes on the floor. Imagine if you played the whole game. Imagine. That's what I'm saying. Westbrook, think about last year, in the, last year in the playoffs, when Westbrook was off the floor mm-hmm. against Houston. Oh, man. That was so painful. The team was shooting 15% from the floor. That was so painful. Westbrook makes everyone around him better, and if they're missing shots, they're having an off night, he knows it's my team. This is where This is the same thing LeBron... It's the same, like I said with LeBron. LeBron scored 15 in a row because mm-hmm. no one else was doing anything. You do what you take to win, what it takes to win. Because at the end of the day, you're not, you're, every basketball player, they love the money. They all, you're not playing for money. Yeah. If you're playing for money, then you're going to take that six-year contract for $80 million in Phoenix yep, or Orlando league, or and a team that's rebuilding. Everybody wants to win in this league, you know? I mean, unless you're Once, Carmelo, yeah. But. You're going you're gonna to do what it takes to win. If that means I'm going to pass and take one shot a game, then I'll, even though I'm the best that, scorer on this team, then that's what that's I'll do. I said, if, if, if they're going to triple guard, like think Jokic, when Jokic had that triple-double, uh-huh. Jokic is the best scorer. He had 14 rebounds and 18 assists in a game because he knows – they're going to double-team me. Yeah. Someone's open, and eventually someone's going to make a shot. Someone's going to make a shot. That's why I say, man, the, the biggest thing 
And, and one thing to learn, just for everybody, anybody playing ball in college, NBA, anywhere, if you can buy into your role, there should be no reason why you guys don't succeed as a team. All right, guys, we're out of time today. Um, thank you for listening with us. We'll be back on next week. I'm Redneck. I'm the Yankee. And we'll see you soon.